You're listening to the Seminary of Hard Knocks podcast, episode 88. I got Justin Trapp on the show today with a tool that'll help your pastor write clear, powerful messages so you can get the slides done. Welcome to the Seminary of Hard Knocks, a podcast designed to help you master church communications and social media. These are practical solutions from the trenches that any church can use. Now, let's join your host, Seth Muse, who can't remember where he put his keys. Hey, everybody. Good evening, afternoon, morning, whatever it is. I'm so glad you're with me. Uh, this week on the Seminary of Hard Knocks podcast, uh, we're going to help you with church communication, social media, all the digital tools that are out there for church communicators and communicators in general. Today, it's a little bit different. I'm really excited about my guest, Justin Trapp who is, uh, is here with a, with something he's, he's developed that I think is really going to help more of the pastoral side of things. But here's how this works for church communications. This kind of comes out in the, in the episode, but I want you to understand that, like, I know all of us in communications, we wait on somebody to give us information so that we can make things. And one of the things that we normally um, bemoan in some of our groups, in some of our private places where we're talking to just communicators, we're like, we wish our pastor would get us their sermons a little earlier so that we can make the slides and don't give us things like on Thursdays or, or Saturday nights, things like that. And, uh, it's kind of a running, running joke, but it's really a reality in, in a lot of our experiences. And the flip side of that is that we all know that the pastor really doesn't want to do that. Like they would rather not operate that way. And one of the things that's great about the conversation we're about to hear is we're going to hear about a tool that Justin Trapp has, uh, has, has created to help pastors write clearer, more powerful sermons. But how it affects communicators is it helps them get done faster and it can actually export notes and share, or you can share notes so that you'll have the stuff when you need it to make all the display slides and et cetera for the services. So I'm really excited to talk to my friend, Justin, been wanting to get him on the show for a while and talk about this. And uh, I think it's a really revolutionary tool. It's called Sermonary. And we're going to hear about how it kind of works uh, in this week's podcast episode. Uh, you can get the show notes for for uh, this episode at sethmuse.com slash 88. I'll put links to Sermonary and Justin and all the other places that uh, uh, we're all the other things we're going to talk about in this episode. So thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, if you find this podcast to be helpful. I would love for you to share it with your friends, but also if you can't, if you don't have any friends, then you could go on to iTunes and give a rating and review and at least let other people know that, uh, that you like this show and what you like about it. I'd love to, I'd love to see a really creative review. See, see if somebody can come, can make me laugh. There might be a, a gift card or something in it for you. If you get me a belly laughing on your, on your review. So, um, challenge extended. Go for it. The ball's in your court. All right. So let's get to this week's conversation with Justin Trapp. Hey, everybody. I have with me my friend, Justin Trapp. Justin, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Seth, for having me. Good to be here. Yeah. Uh, we, we got to hang out a little bit recently at the PushPay conference here in Dallas. You guys drove up from, from Houston, right? We did the four hour journey <laughs> and uh, we got to go have some velvet taco here at uh, in, in the Dallas area. It was delish. Really good. Well, uh, t- tell us a little bit about uh, you and where you are and what you do. And uh, we'll get into some of our, our uh, discussion here. 
Yeah. So I, I founded or started two companies with a friend of mine, Wade Bearden, and it's called Ministry Pass and Seminary. And both are aimed at really serving churches, particularly smaller churches. So the, you know, weekly attendance 300 and under. Yeah. And we, we had both served in large churches, mega churches and smaller churches. We really felt like there was an opportunity to, to really help the bivocational pastor, the solo pastor. And so that's what we set out to do about five years ago. And since then, um, you know, we, about two years ago, we launched seminary. So, um, we were both pastors. And so we have a pastor's heart. We've been in the trenches and we just both approach some of the problems in church world from an entrepreneurial standpoint. Mm-hmm. I felt like we maybe solve some of those issues or help alleviate some of the tension. And so that's a little bit of the backstory on, on us and cool. myself. What did you do when you were in the church world? What, what roles did you have? So I was a youth pastor for uh, several years, but I was also an executive pastor as well at a church. So my, my youth pastor of uh, my one and only youth pastor, I was very fortunate to have one youth pastor, middle school and high school. Yeah, that's unique. Um, he, he took over a church that was a rehabilitation effort and he said, Hey, come help me um, do this thing. So I went over and served with him and had a blast. And then from there we launched ministry pass. And I was at a time, you know, where I thought, you know, I thought, you know, I was sort of this prototypical, um, you know, when guys would talk to me, it's like I had the prototypical personality type for church planning. I just never felt God tapped me on the shoulder. Yeah. And, I remember having a conversation with my pastor about it. And he said, you know, yeah, I think you'd be a great pastor. I think you'd do really well. Uh, But I believe that God continues to have his hand on you in business and Mm. your, your influence and your impact uh, in the kingdom, I feel will be much greater in, um, in business than through local church. Not saying you shouldn't pastor. I'm not trying to wait, but I just, that's my opinion. And you know what? He was, he was right. Yeah. And um, I think it's, I think it's good that you had somebody that was over you that was validating that kind of calling in your life that, because it's not typical to think that ministry happens. Well, I guess we know ministry happens outside of the church, but like as an intentional vocation, like I am going into a, a business entrepreneurial world in order to serve the church, in order to serve the people and to be in ministry. And um, one of the things I love most about where we are today as a church is that I see that more and more that we're encouraging entrepreneurship and, you know, the, the, the millennials and Gen Z, they're just going to want that freedom to be able to kind of work in the church and then also do their own thing. And I'm there too. I like, you know, my job allows me to do that too. It's just really nice to have, you know, the, I don't know, the, the buy-in, the approval, the, the kind of permission to be able to do that. So that's pretty awesome. You had somebody like that. Well, it, it was awesome and it is awesome, but then it wasn't awesome when it, I had to step out of the boat, if you will. He wasn't very happy about that. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is one thing that t- tends to happen. Sometimes you have to pick one or the other just because it takes off, right. You know, yeah. or, or something like that. Well, um, what you did, uh, did take off, uh, seminary is, uh, one I really wanted to hit on today. Um, tell us a little bit about what this product is, why you felt like you needed to make it. And, uh, then we'll just get into kind of what it does. So sure. what is it? And why do you make it? So the genesis of it honestly was that a 
barbecue restaurant, you know, in South Texas, which where, where all great ideas and yeah. things happen. Right. Um, so, um, we were sitting there and, you know, our, our original company ministry pass, we create sermon series and we have uh, one of our most popular products or resources all year is a sermon series calendar. And so we started with this idea of like over lunch, what it would, what would it look like if we designed or developed this sermon series calendar builder where pastors could build their calendar uh, throughout the year, like a drag and drop type of interface. And that sort of evolved over lunch to, we started drilling down even further. What would it look like if pastors could design it and build their own messages in a different way? Now the way pastors write their messages, it wasn't necessarily broken, but the technology that pastors used had been the same for the past 25 years. And it's this 86% of pastors used Microsoft word or pages to write their messages. And while we felt, you know, that has gotten the job done for the past 25 years, they do 10,000 things that have nothing to do with the sermon. So from a technological standpoint, is there a better way? Is there a new way that pastors can assemble and build and construct their sermons every week that would not only help them be more efficient, but also more effective throughout that writing process? Because writing it. I'll tell you, I I was using a legal pad for a long time too. That's like, (laughs) I had to write it down so I could remember what I actually had said. And then I would convert it to word. And then I would use that as the printout to, for what I spoke in. So I was like doing double work. Yeah. About 7% of pastors when we uh, surveyed about two years ago, still use a pen to paper. Yeah. Which was kind of surprising to me, but yeah, 7%. I was in that seven unique percent. (laughs) I like being unique, but sometimes being unique means you're doing it the hard way. So that was kind of the, that was kind of how I felt too. I feel like I was doing it the hard way. Well, it's a habit for, for pastors, you know, writing a sermon in word it, for a lot of pastors is a 20 year old habit yeah. and it, it takes a lot to break that habit or to change that habit. Uh, you know, and pastors, uh, Seth, you, you know, this, you, you, you've preached before writing a sermon is an arduous journey. It's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, pastors are spending on average 10 and a half hours a week on preparing their message. That, that's, that's more time than, a, than you would spend eating your meals in the, in that same time period. Yeah. And so a lot is involved. It's, it's a heavy endeavor. And uh, we just wondered if there's a, a way to address that, that load from a technological standpoint. Yeah. And when I was in seminary, I remember some of my professors actually suggesting that we'd spend upwards of 25 and 30 hours a week preparing a sermon. So, and I always thought that's crazy. If it takes you that long, man, what are you doing? I was like, I don't have that kind of time to spend three, you know, 75% of my work week just on one talk. Like I got people to, people to meet. I've got graphics to make videos to do, you know, all the other stuff that goes into it. And as a youth pastor, I had to do all that, right? You got to do the the sermon. You got to do those slides. You got to do the prep for a worship team. You got to lead worship. You have to do the game. You have to make the game. You have to all that. And it's like, you don't have 30 hours a week, 10, I only have 10 hours a week to do a sermon. It was nuts. So I, I, I wish, I remember you called me to talk about this pro this product maybe two years ago. Right. That's right. And you started to tell me about it. And I was like, man, I wish this had existed when I was still doing it. Cause I was about to get out of youth ministry and go into communications. I was like, man, this would have been really, 
helpful for me to, to have this. So you're telling us why, why you made it. What, what else uh, was kind of behind the reason why you made this? And then we'll get into what it does. Well, you know, they say a, a, a great company or a great solution um, usually starts with an old industry that has been unchanged for many, many years, if not decades. You look at Airbnb, they're the largest hotel accommodations provider, and they have no hotels. You mm-hmm. look at Spotify, you look at Uber. Uber's the largest taxi service, and they have no taxis. It, it's really quite, quite crazy. Like Nest is another example. Um, it, they said, you know, the thermostat industry has remained the same, and the same people, and the same types of products. What if we flipped it on its head? Uh, the, you know, when you have those types of sort of disruptive things into the market, there is a there's an opportunity for real change to for people to step back and go, you know what? Um, maybe this is maybe they're on to something. And here's the crazy thing: we've gotten we just had a new competitor into the market for Sermonary, and I won't re- mention their name because they're a competitor, but yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> But it's great. It's great for, for us. It's great for pastors because not only are we this outlier anymore, like this weird abstract thing called seminary that you build your sermons a new way. Now it's like, well, uh, which one do I choose? And and that's really encouraging to us because that, that, that tells us that we've been so disruptive that other companies are saying, you know what, they may be on to something and mm-hmm. uh, actually might be helpful. And so we've had pastors tell us, Seth, uh, it's really crazy. They use this phrase, not us. They say, um, I'm not going back to the old way again. And they all, and they reference the old, like they don't say Microsoft word explicitly, but they all, you know, we've gotten like five testimonials, the old way. And so we're really excited about what, what the future looks like for, for sermon writing and sermon construction. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest functions of this that really is great about it is it helps really streamline and clarify your message and help you to be really kind of a little bit more powerful in your delivery of that message because you can see it, how it's structured and breaks down. So tell us how this thing kind of works. Like what is a, what does it look like to jump in and start using it and, and maybe how that helps clarify that, that message for a, for a powerful talk? Sure. So um, you can actually use seminary to write a book or for a podcast, but in addition to sermons, right? But but the genesis of it all is we start with, you know, the title, of course, and then what is the big idea of the sermon? Like, if you could boil it down to this one thing, what is the big, big idea? And then what are the passages that you're going to use? If we can start there, if we can get pastors to start with the end in mind, mm-hmm. we've always said that, right? But it was always hard for me to start with the end. I was always really strong in my introduction early yeah. on in ministry career, and then I'd sort of falter towards the end because I hadn't started with the end in mind. So we designed that in the in the interface of seminary that you've got to begin with the end yeah. in mind. And, and, and how many, how many passages have you seen that just can't land the plane? Uh, I mean, we have like, it all. We all have. All right, man. All right. Let, let's, uh, let's, let's shut this down. You've, you've said that <laughs> you kind of can't land the plane. <laughs> I've been there so bad. It's because of that. I didn't really have the end in mind of how I was going to stop this thing. I can't tell talking. you how many times I preached a 30 minute sermon in 45 minutes. Yep. Or so, five minute sermon in forty five minutes. I've done that before. Right. <laughs> right. So sermonary is essentially it's a drag and drop builder. You have these building blocks, and so we have different types of blocks: a scripture block, a point block, 
an illustration block, and they're all formatted a little bit differently so that as you're building your sermon, you can the, you can move these blocks, uh, rearrange them very quickly. So you type inside the block and then you can move it. So then when you go into what we call podium mode, it, it flattens our editor that gives you a really, really sleek, friendly, a pr presentation friendly view of your notes so that you can scroll through as you're teaching. Mm -hmm. So uh, okay. podium mode is probably the most popular thing on the platform. Pastors love podium mode. And it is that um, podium mode is really just the way you can look at your stuff. Does it spit it out to like presentation slides? Can you actually present with it? Is it does it go to a second screen or something like that for your PowerPoint or whatever? So, so there's a few uh, things that you can do inside podium mode. One is you can actually share uh, your okay. sermon with another seminary user. So they, that, that sermon becomes edible in their account. But you can also share a public link. So say your media team, you'd like for them to follow along. All it is is you, you send them that URL and they can pull up your notes. They can edit them, of course, but they can right. follow along as you're preaching. Now, it actually might be interesting for a congregation to see some of your notes. If you had an, a congregation friendly mm -hmm. note, um, yeah. uh, part of your sermon, but to your question, uh, we can, you can actually, you can mark a block as you're going. So you can build your slide deck as you're going in seminary. Oh. Say, uh, this is you know, point one. Um, Jesus is everything we ever would need. Uh, so you can mark that as the slide. And then at the end, when you go into podium mode, you can export your slides to PowerPoint or you can export them to ProPresenter. So, okay, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I love it. Because that's always been like the, the the slowdown for making the slides. It's like most pastors or many pastors, I'll say most, many, most probably who are in the 300 or down church don't have someone they can just send this to, to make this for them. They have to do it themselves. So that's. I remember trying to learn PowerPoint and then discovering ProPresenter and going, man, I'll never go back to the old way, right? So I'm going right. to go to ProPresenter. But, um, but still, I think that's a good feature to be able to just quickly export your notes so that it's at the very bare minimum, you've got the text up there, you know, and, and does it do backgrounds with that when you export it? Can you set those or do you have to do that over in the other platform? Yeah, so you do that in ProPresenter or PowerPoint. Okay, so you can, but it spits out the text as like blocks. Yep. So you, it's editable. Thing. Yeah, they're cool. all editable slides. Awesome. That's great. Um, I know that as a pastor, when I was, when I was teaching, there was a, a lot of different formats. So is there a format that kind of works with it? Cause I would like do MLA format for my notes. I'd have Roman number one intro and then a, and under a would be my first, it'll say story. And I might even color code it red so that I know stop and read this thing that I'm writing here. I'd never write it fully out. I know a lot of guys write the whole paragraph out. So what do you recommend when using this? Is there a way that works really well with it? Or is it just kind of whatever you want to do? Is it pretty customizable that way? So we have templates built in, in-house templates. So we have the okay. traditional three-point method. That's a template. Um, there is an apologetics template. We have uh, a Tim Keller template. His format in his preaching book, we have... Andy Stanley's Me, We, God, You, We. Mm -hmm. And then we also have a youth and a children's. And I think I want to say we have one more template, um, a verse by verse running commentary. So though you can start with those templates and then start adding your content in that structure. But what's really cool, Seth, is you can actually create your own template. You can save, cool. uh, you can save a sermon as a template and just say, Hey, I don't want to save the content inside, but I like this structure. Yeah. And that 
be the starting point every week. Um, or of course you can, you know, save the content as well. But, uh, the point is, is that seminary is very agile. You can, you can start with someone else's template. You can start with your own and to the ability to maneuver throughout your sermon quickly and change things and make tweaks and move this up here, move that down there is, is really, really efficient because of our drag and drop editor. Do you guys, that, that's awesome. Uh, and I love that you've got templates from some of like the really great communicators, like here's how they do it. Here's a template for you. Try that. Cause I know a lot of pastors, we, you know, don't all go to preaching class. You know, they don't all get to go to seminary. They just kind of jump in and they might've gone to Bible college and had one class or whatever. And, and they're expected to teach the word of God. I know that, you know, probably not senior pastors as much, but other staff that have to do that. Um, that's really helpful, man. I really like that. That's cool. That's a cool template. Um, when you, when you get seminary, is it like a, can you have shared accounts or is everyone gets their own or is it like a team login kind of thing or how's that work? So you can, while you can share your sermons with the team, we felt that it was probably per individual, just like you'd see like with an Evernote or a Google docs. Um, you have your own account because you're writing your sermons. You can share that stuff with people, but yeah, it's, uh, we don't have like team, team collaboration type of uh, feature yet. Okay, cool. Um, so last, uh, last thing, um, what, uh, we talked about how this kind of clarifies things for people and makes it, makes the message, um, a little bit more powerful. Talk a little bit about how it really helps you do that. How does it really clarify your points? You started with with the one point, what's the one thing in your scripture, but uh, just kind of talk a little bit about how it really clarifies your message for um, your audience. Well, I think anytime that you can use technology to your benefit, it can make you more efficient. It can... Um, make you more effective. And one of the things that we felt like with seminary is that it would help pastors through this process. Again, it's a 10 and a half hour process. And on average, you know, like you said, some pastors, 20, 30 hours, some pastors, four hours. I talked to an IT pastor or excuse me, a pastor who owns his own IT business. He's mm-hmm. Bible. Care. He uh, works six days a week and uh, working to put his girls through college. And he gets up, he told me, uh, he starts his sermon preparation for Sunday, Saturday morning. He wakes up, his wife makes him breakfast, he eats breakfast, and then he begins his sermon study. And then he, he studies all day Saturday, sometimes well into Sunday morning, and he gets up and preaches it. And when I was sharing him um, a demo with Sermonary, he was just blown away because his process was a little chaotic. And... Mm-hmm as he was seeing the demo and as I was showing him how he could leverage, you know, his particular style and form, you know, his sort of the things that he liked to do in his notes, he realized that he was going to save possibly hours of time every week. He was going to have three or four hours back just because of the way that he's building his sermons now. And so I think anytime you can save a pastor, uh, you know, four or five hours a week on something, um, I think that that's a win for them personally. Mm-hmm. It's a win for their ministry. That's a win for focus, for energy's sake. And yeah. um, so th- there's a lot of, you know, a lot of, a lot of benefits branch out from just uh, being more efficient and focused in your prep, to be honest. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think as a, as communication directors who who do listen here a lot, this might be a really great product to kind of share this on with your pastor and go, hey, I think this could really help with some of your prep, take some of your time back. Because one of the surveys that I did recently in my own groups and things like that, um, ask kind of what can we help you most with? And one of the biggest responses was, I need help managing time so that I get everything done and get my time back. And I think this is one of those tools that really just naturally gives you, and, and I won't guarantee it may cut in, cut your time, prep time in half. But I mean, if you're spending 10 hours, you'll spend less, you know, because it's just clearer and easier to work. I've seen your demo and it's just really easy to see. So um, I really hope that communicators can can say to your pastor who, if, if they're a person that struggles with it, because I know as communicators, we're always like, man, I really wish I had sermon slides earlier, or I really wish I had right. your notes earlier, or I knew you were talking about before Thursday, you know, and it's like, this is a way to help us as well to help your pastor, give him some, him or her some tools that can cut that time in half. So you can get your stuff earlier and start doing your job better as well. So I feel like that's a huge benefit to sermon. That's really why I wanted to bring you on is this tool can help us as communicators, help our pastor to, uh, to, to kind of cut his time in half and really be more efficient in, uh, in prepping for sermons and things. So it's, it's awesome, man. You just said something I'd never thought about is that a pastor could send the podium mode link. Cause you, as soon as you create a sermon and go to podium mode, you can get that share link. Yeah. So you can share that link at the beginning of the week with the communications team. Mm-hmm. And as he's building it, you guys can, you know, the communications team can check in and say, Oh, you know, here's, here's his points already. Yeah. Uh, Cause I know sending the slides to the communications team is not the most urgent or high priority thing on a right. pastor. List, yeah, it's, you it's, it's usually they do. I mean, most people do the thing you hate the most last. I mean, we're not supposed sure. to do that, but we most of us procrastinate that. And if you're a pastor, I remember when I was preaching regularly as a youth pastor who kind of understood social media and digital and the world. And it was still the last thing I was thinking about because that's not really what I'm here to do. Right. Yeah. It's like, that's the last thought because it's the last priority. But for us as communicators, that's like, I need that a year from now, you know, it's like a, the earlier, the better. And so we can help our, our pastors really, really get on with, with some of their planning and prep. And it's just a, it's a kindness, I think, to your pastor to give some of those hours back as well, you know, cause they're busy and they're stressed and it just, they like, they'll like you better. I promise. <laughs> yes. they'll, they'll go, man, I'm really glad I got that Seth here. He really saved me some time. <laughs> That's there always nice. <laughs> well, man, th- this is awesome. Tell us where we can connect with you with Sermonary and, and get a demo or whatever we can do to, uh, to just access this. Yeah, so you can visit our website, Sermonary.co, Sermonary.co. And then if you want to holler at me on Twitter, you can do so. Justin Trapp, that's my username, two P's, T-R-A-P-P, Justin Trapp. And uh, I'm usually pretty responsive on Twitter. It's uh, maybe I'm just old now, but it's like my favorite social platform. So I'm always on Twitter over the <laughs> other. But um, yeah, I would love to connect. Awesome. Well, man, thank you so much for being here. And thank you for making this and being, you know, the entrepreneur in the church that's serving us and uh, just making life easier for us. I really appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. We will be back soon. And uh, thanks for listening to the Seminary of Hard Knocks podcast. If you like what you heard, go give me a review, a rating in iTunes, and I'll see you back next week. Later. Later.